Welcome to Bitverse Byte, a weekly podcast about the web industry, tools and techniques upcoming and in use today. My name's Adam Listek, a web developer from Northern California and Central Illinois. And Happy New Year! And even though I've only been doing this since October, thank you for sticking with me and listening. I'm looking forward to the new year and hopefully I'll be playing around with some new possibilities with the show. But today, I want to talk about SSL and websites since a whole lot has changed in the past few years. So, what is SSL? Well, SSL stands for Secure Socket Layer, and it's been around for a long time, and it's gone through a couple revisions. Oftentimes you'll hear SSL and TLS, and TLS is Transport Layer Security, and basically what happened was, in the beginning there was SSL, and it had this version 1 through version 3. And it was used uh, traditionally, as you would think, with the certificates out there, and when you see that little, you know, secure icon on the browser. Uh, but not too long after, I believe, like SSL 2.0 came out or so, uh, TLS was developed as a better, more secure alternative. And because of that, um, it was changed enough that it wasn't really interoperable with the existing standards. So SSL version 1 through 3 are no longer supported. They're considered insecure, and even, in fact, in the past couple of years, there's been some proven attacks on them that... Um, pretty much make them completely insecure at this point. So TLS is the way forward. Now there's a few versions of that, of course. Uh, TLS 1, 1 1.1, and 1.2, and 1.2 being the current standard that everyone should use. Um, And one of the main differences that I kind of thought of, you know, because you still hear SSL today, and it is traditionally what people think of when, you know, you see that lock icon, on a website and like, is it secure? Well, people are like, oh yeah, I've got an SSL certificate. Um, you know, it's the same basic idea, even if the protocols and some of the terminology has changed. You know, one main difference that I always kind of thought of in the technical sense that, you know, there are many, but that SSL itself was kind of tied to the traditional port 443, which was used for um, you know, traditionally used for SSL communications and generally is the common standard. But whereas, you know, TLS doesn't really care. It can, you know, create a secure, um, you know, encrypted connection on any port, really. Um, and it's really more about the standards and the security than anything else. Now, there are a lot of features that SSL itself, you know, uses. I mean, there's a lot to the protocol itself. Uh, I mean... Basically, at its core, it's it's a handshake between, you know, your client, so your browser, and the server, and they negotiate a set of um, keys and, um, you know, a session, and how are they going to encrypt this, and so once they've all decided upon that, any of the data sent from your browser to the server, vice versa, is encrypted with something that, you know, you and your browser you know, can only tell. Um, now, there are varying levels of how secure some of this is, depending on what of the features used. Um, 
And you might see such things out there like what are the cipher sets, uh, which are like algorithms used to encrypt the data. Uh, newer stuff is like forward security or perfect forward security. Uh, and that's if a key is like compromised in the future, then if somebody had saved a bunch of the, you know, data that had been, um, you know, being communicated with, would they be able to then go back and decrypt that now that they have this known key from the future? Um, you know, that's that's usually more of a concern with um, kind of nation states as they're the ones that have the general ability to like capture a large amount of data with the hopes that they'll be able to go back and decrypt it later. Um, but forward security helps protect against that. Um, and another one is certificate pinning. Basically verifying that a server, um, you know, as mentioned in the in the public key, you know, can be checked and is the actual um, server that is expected. And, you know, somebody hadn't inserted a new server or a connection in between. It's kind of meant to prevent against the man-in-the-middle attacks. So there's a lot to SSL. I mean, there's a lot of nuances, a lot of different things. Uh, that's kind of a brief, quick rundown of, you know, what the technology is. Uh, you know, and what it provides is essentially an encrypted connection. So traditionally, when you were buying SSL search, you, you had to go to one of the major, you know, places to purchase it. You know, think Komodo, think uh, GoDaddy, that kind of stuff. Uh, there's a lot of them out there. Um, but, you know, that would cost money. And so it was kind of an impediment to, you know, the average website operator to getting an SSL cert because they didn't really want to lay out some money just for uh, protecting their static website. Um, you know, if you're buying stuff, if you're providing a um, place to, you know, put in credit card number or, you know, sensitive data, then it was kind of a prerequisite. You know, you really had to have that. But, you know, it's not like it's enforced anywhere, but, you know, for someone to trust a site to gather their data, you really had to do that. Um, but it was never as adopted as, you know, everyone ideally wanted it to be. Uh, so after that's been around for many, many years, a couple years ago, there was an initiative by Mozilla or the Mozilla Foundation or org. I'm not entirely sure which part of it, but they essentially started this initiative to do um, something called Let's Encrypt. And what it was is a um, top-level signing uh, authority, uh, so certificate authority, so something that you know most all of the browsers trusted. And you were able to get free certificates. And um, it wasn't all of the certificate types, like, you know, like a code signing certificate you couldn't get or wildcard, although wildcard is coming soon. Um, and you can't get like enhanced uh, uh, verification or validation EV certs. Um, but for the average owner and the average website operator, uh, you can get a free certificate. Um, there are some, you know, up beyond those limitations, and you, know, you have to renew it every 90 days and that kind of stuff, but you can automate that. And honestly, many hosting companies now have built-in certificate creations renewals right into cPanel. So if you're in the traditional hosting environment where maybe you've got um, a GoDaddy site or maybe you've got a Bluehost or something like that, and 
you can probably just sign in and somewhere in that interface there is a you know add-on SSL and if you're using WordPress you can configure it to use that if you're using any number of other um, either static website generators or um, any number of other sites I mean you can use that as well you know one other alternative to using something like let's encrypt is um, if you want to use a service like Cloudflare which I use and highly recommend um, you can use their free universal SSL now the main downside to that is that any information that is sent from um, you know Cloudflare to your server itself is unencrypted by default because really what it's doing is providing a cert from the browser to Cloudflare which is definitely better it's not perfect by any stretch though um, now you can change that and that's what I do I use let's encrypt on my server to get a certificate and then I use Cloudflare with its strict setting so it's requiring a certificate on my end as well so it's end-to-end -end encrypted uh, so you can use a combination of different tools to slowly get there start from one you know side of things and then end up with a fully encrypted set or basically free um, there's a lot of different ways to do this and even more possibilities are coming out but um, you know if you're talking about that 90 day renewal and man do I have to go through that every 90 days there's ways to automate that as well um, not only is that automate automation built into a lot of things such as cPanel but you know if you're running your own server you can use two tools that I use a lot uh, CertBot which is kind of the official Let's Encrypt client and something called acme.sh which is a shell script created tool that automates that now CertBot's great because you know it's pretty easy to use I think it's built on Python um, and the main way to use it is to use this dot well-known directory that you create on your server and essentially what happens is when you go to request to cert or renew it places a file there that it then uses to verify that you own the domain or server now the downside to that is well what if I want to pre-stage or create um, or get an SSL server for a site that I haven't actually provisioned all the way or created well you can use acme.sh for that because like in my case where I use Cloudflare this tool actually will use the DNS method method of requesting the cert which is to put a little text record txt DNS record up there and since it uses the API it will do all that automatically so since I own the domain I, it will say okay I need a new cert I'm gonna place this little txt DNS record up in Cloudflare verify against that download the cert and it's ready to go for when I get the site up and running so you can tell there's a bunch of different ways to do this if you're a small business owner and aren't getting that technical then I mean it should probably be built into a lot of the hosting panels you already have so you should be good to go on that now how does all of this play into like say Google well you may have noticed that two things have happened in the past year two years one Google is now mostly preferring that you have an SSL protected site and it will rank higher so you do want to move towards this even if your site doesn't you know collect a lot of stuff that might be sensitive moving towards this not only increases confidence in your site itself and shows that hey you're on top of things but you'll potentially rank higher in Google 
Um, now it's just one of the many signals that it uses to rank, but still it's well worth using and trying to move forward too. The second thing is that um, most of the major browsers are now starting to display, in Chrome especially, this not secure tag for sites that don't have SSL. Prior to this, they just won't say anything. Uh, they, but now moving forward, they're gonna by default display not secure or even more severe prompts for those that, you know, it detects as having a password or a login prompt. So it really would make a lot of sense to move forward to have SSL so that you avoid that little tag there that, you know, might decrease confidence in your site. And also it's gonna rank higher. So it's really worth moving and exploring and checking out. So really going forward, it's best to use SSL. Um, you want that protection. It will increase confidence. Um, it will protect you yourself and your customers and clients better. And with all of the new kind of free ways to get a cert, it should be a lot easier now than it used to be. Now, where is SSL TLS going in the future? Well, they're finishing up this TLS 1.3 spec. And really what this is, um, it, it, the two main things about it is that it's going to have a lot better security in terms of removing older protocols and um, methods and things that don't work as well and then adding in a few newer ones that will be even better and more future secure. Um, and also the one, the second one I'm really excited about as well is that the handshake process, you know, where a browser says, hey, I need an encrypted session. Server says, okay, here's this. And the browser says, okay, well, here, how about this? And they kind of negotiate that session. Well, it's gonna have this concept of one RTT, which is one round trip time, which means the browser itself will just say, hey, I want an encrypted session. And the server says, all right, here you go. And what this means, it's a much simpler key exchange and a lot faster to you know, start the page loading and negotiate that. And they are starting to explore the concept of zero RTT, which means like, hey, I want an encrypted session and the server doesn't even really need to negotiate much, it just starts serving. So it's getting to the point where it'll be a lot quicker and it will save on processing speed and it will just be a generally better experience. So as you can tell, we're getting there. Of course, most browsers and most setups now support TLS 1.2 and it can be a lot easier to get your site up and running. Uh, there's gonna be newer stuff in the future, but you really don't need to worry about that. And so all in all, the end result is, hey, you really should you know, look into how do you secure your site with SSL and what can you do to increase that kind of confidence and page rank and just general well-being of your site. So I hope this was helpful. Um, I know it's a new year and hopefully uh, you know it's a good one for everyone. I'm looking forward to doing this for the rest of you know next year and hopefully with some new stuff and some new ways. I'm really looking to see if I can get some guests and kind of talk about um, some of the small business needs going forward. So follow this podcast on Twitter at bitvbyte and Facebook at slash bitvbyte. You know, let me know what provider you use for SSL and what your thoughts are on, you know, its necessity. So thank you for listening, and I hope you join us next week.